0: Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, welcome back to this episode. My name is Dallin, a financial planner serving you guys and helping federal employees retire comfortable and confident all day long. That's what we talk about here. And today we're gonna talk about survivor benefits. And survivor benefits is a major decision that you make at retirement time. And the time you make that decision is actually when you fill out the retirement paperwork. There's a section that you have to decide do you want to leave your spouse a piece of your pension, if you pass away first. Basically, if you pass away first, do they get any of that income that you were receiving at all? Now, most people when they first think of this decision, like, yeah, why not? I, I I'll leave some money to my spouse. Great. I want to make sure they're taken care of. That's certainly a priority. But there are, um, there is a cost to survivor benefits and leaving it to your spouse. But there's a number of catches and things that you really need to understand to make this decision right. So we're gonna dive right in. There are really three different options when it comes to survivor benefits and three different things that you could pick. First is the full survivor benefits, okay? And the full survivor benefits means that if you were to pass away, your spouse is eligible to receive 50% of what your gross pension was before, right? For example let's say your gross pension is two thousand bucks a month right if you were to pass away your spouse can get a thousand dollars right a month and that's kind of how it works but what is the cost well the cost costs you ten percent of your pension while you're both alive right so with the same example let's say your gross pension was two thousand bucks if you pass away your spouse gets a thousand right but when you're both alive well, it costs you $200, 10% of your gross pension to provide that for your spouse later, so it's not free. So that's option number 1 is you leave 50% and it costs you 10%. Next is the partial survivor benefit and this option leaves your spouse with spouse with 25% and it costs you 5%. So basically just exactly half of the previous option, right? you leave 25%, but it only costs you 5%. Now, of course, the last option is to not give a survivor benefit at all. And there's a section where you say, okay, I don't wanna give my spouse a survivor benefit at all, and it doesn't cost you anything, but of course your spouse doesn't get anything, right? So, when it comes to making this decision, it really does depend. There's really two big factors that you have to consider when trying to decide what makes sense for you and your spouse. And number one is actually not what most people expect, but it's your health insurance. And one nuance of the FERS retirement system is that if you do not put your spouse or do not give them a survivor benefit, what happens if you were to pass away, they can no longer stay on your FEHB or your health insurance through your federal job, right? And often when one spouse passes away when they're older that is exactly when they need great insurance and so you want to make sure they have at least the option to stay on your health insurance later in retirement as well so that's crucial so basically you either have to give them the full survivor benefit or the partial survivor benefit so that they can keep health insurance beyond you in retirement that is crucial that's so that's number one one factor is okay How about health insurance? What is your plan there? Now, if you're on TRICARE or some other insurance, that may not be a factor for you and your spouse, but something to definitely know and consider. Number two is income, right? You want to make sure that if something happens to you or something happens to your spouse, that both of you are going to be taken care of no matter what. That is crucial. So the first place you have to start is you gotta start adding up the different income sources that your spouse would have if you were to pass away, right? For example, how much is going to be left when it comes to investments? Do you have money in your TSP, IRAs? What money is gonna be left around and what income can can that provide? That's huge. Next, social security, right? what Social Security income are they gonna have, right? What, do they have a pension of their own? What income and things are they gonna have? Is the mortgage gonna be paid off by them? All these different factors you kinda have to think through to say, okay, what does my spouse need if I was to pass away? And from that, you can kinda work your way back to figure out, okay, how much of my pension do they need, right? So, for example, if a federal, federal, federal employee couple only needs, let's say, the health insurance, where the non-federal employee's spouse just needs the health insurance, but they have plenty of income, where the income isn't the issue, well, then maybe they're just gonna pick the partial survivor benefit so that they don't have to pay more than they need to, but they do, of course, ensure that both spouses can keep on the health insurance for the rest of their life, right? So the only time, I repeat, the only time that you probably want to n- not give your spouse a survivor benefit is when They have great health insurance guaranteed for the rest of their life that's not tied to you right second when they don't need the income that would be tied with your pension right if those two boxes are are filled then hey no need to pay for something you don't need you just have to make sure you don't need it right and when it comes to actually filling out the paperwork to make this stuff happen if you elect anything other than the full survivor benefit you actually have to get notarized spousal consent saying hey I understand that we are deciding to give me not the full survivor benefit. That's what your spouse has to sign off on and get it notarized. So you at least have to have the conversation if you wanna go down that route, right? Now, one big major question I get all the time is, okay, what happens though if I elect survivor benefits and then my spouse actually passes away before me? What happens then, right? And that's a great question. And long story short is, at that point, you no longer have to pay for it right? So as an example, let's say, again, your gross pension is $2,000 a month, and you're paying 200 of it every month to pay for the survivor benefits. If your spouse passes away, well, then you start receiving the full $2,000 a month, you no longer have to pay that $200 And survivor benefits at that point, but of course there might have been many years where you would pay, you were paying that into the system. Well, you don't get any of that back, right? You don't get any of it back if your spouse passes away. But it does, you you don't have to pay for it anymore after that point. So that is. Those are the big things you have to think about when it comes to survivor benefits and whether you should get it for your spouse or not. Because this, all these little details, all these little decisions that you're going to be making at retirement and coming up to retirement, they all add up to an incredible, incredible difference made when it comes, okay, are you and your spouse going to be okay in retirement or maybe not so much? You want to make sure all these decisions are leaning towards pushing you to a comfortable and confident Retirement so that you understand how your benefits work and how they impact your spouse as well. So I hope that was helpful. If you have any topics or anything else you have questions on, you can put in the comments below, but also there is a link below to send those to my website, and that is often where I get the ideas for future episodes. So I hope that was helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day, your week, your month, and we will see you next time.